Welcome to a life-transforming experience with the Word of God from Bishop Napoleon Asian. Napoleon Asian is a son of Bishop Dag Heward Mills and the head of the LCI mission in Cape Town, South Africa. With about 20 years experience in ministry, Bishop Napoleon Asian has been actively involved with the work of God in Ghana, UK, and now a missionary in South Africa. He stands with his father in the ministry, teaching and emphasizing his word with extraordinary grace and faith. Join us now as he delivers the word of God under the anointing. Hallelujah. Amen. Somebody lift your hand and begin to thank God. Just say, Lord, we thank you. We bless you. Oh, for your presence, for the understanding hearts, for what you have done already for even imparting upon us oh yes things that we have not even known i perceive that from here this morning people are living here prosperous people are living here healed you are living touched fulfilled oh yes lord you came with a pain but the lord has touched you he has healed you yes you came into his presence i don't need to know about it he is the one. He is the healer. He has done it. He does not need my permission to heal you. He does not need to consult me in order to help you. He has done it already. Lord, we thank you. I feel his presence. I feel his power. I feel the healing touch of God all over this place. Somebody there's tears in your eye. It's because of the presence of God. You are feeling his love so much upon you. Yes, yes, yes. Monde limo, subri, lima, tuba, ando, sotabande. We thank you. We bless you, Lord. We give you glory. We give you honor. We give you praise, Lord. We worship you. We worship you. We adore you. We bless your holy name. Oh, yes, Lord. There's no one like you, Lord. There's no one like you. We worship you. Oh, Yamando, Timo, Rinde, Limo, Tuba. Oh, yes, Lord. We adore you, Lord. We worship you. We bless your holy name. Oh, receive all the glory, all the honor for the healing, for your touch. Oh, yes, Lord. We thank you. This morning we say, have your way and let your will be done, Lord. Let everyone hear another sound of my voice. Receive, oh God, a touch, an impartation. A grace, Lord, favor, whatever is lacking in our lives. Let your mighty hand supply it. Oh, for the songwriter said, all that I have needed, thy hand has supplied. Father, we thank you. Holy Spirit of God, you are welcome. Have your way and do what you have purpose to do this morning and let your glory be seen. Thank you for your touch. Thank you for healing. Thank you for the understanding hearts, Lord. Thank you for what you have done. In Jesus' mighty name. And all the saints shall shout and say, Amen. Amen. And Amen. Somebody put your hands together and give the Lord a shout. Please be seated in heavenly places. And God bless you. Amen. Well, we thank God for the month of April. Four is a number of stability. And four is the number for establishment. Amen. I see you stable. 
I see you established. May you take root downwards and bear fruit upwards. In the name of Jesus. Whatever was shaky in your life, whatever made you dwindle, whatever made you swing like a pendulum, it seizes this month in the name of Jesus. Your relationship is stabilized. Your marriage is stable in the name of Jesus. Your finances are stable. Your health is stable. Whatever makes you unsure, let it be taken away in the name of Jesus. Be planted, be rooted, be grounded in love. You shall not oscillate between Christianity and the world. You are established. You are founded. You are rooted upon the rock. And that rock is Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Fantastic. So for a short time, according to my watch, I'm going to share something powerful with you. Amen. And your life will not be the same. So we are starting a new series. Okay. And I'm going to be sharing with you from my father's book. My father's book and your father's book. Many are called. Hallelujah. Tell somebody you are called. Tell another person you have a calling. Amen. Many Christians are called. So uh, the theme, the theme for this season is going to be many are called. But today I'm doing the introduction and I'm sharing with you many Christians are called. Many Christians are called. Hmm? Do you like it? I love it too. Many Christians are called. So please take your Bibles with me and let's read from Matthew chapter 22. It's in the Bible. Matthew chapter 22. I want us to read from verse number 1. We are reading from verse 1 to 14 and we'll continue from there. Matthew chapter 22. Verse number 1 to 14. Is it there in your Bible? All right. So I read. Bible says, And Jesus answered and spake unto them again by parable and said, The kingdom of heaven is like unto a certain king, which made a marriage for his son, and sent forth his servants to call them, that were bidden to the wedding, and they would not come. Again, he sent forth other servants, saying, Tell them which are bidden, Behold, I have prepared my dinner, and my oxen and my fatling are killed, and all things are made ready. All things are ready. Come unto the marriage. But they would but they made light of it and went their ways, one to his farm, another to his merchandise, that is business. And the remnant took his servants and entreated them spitefully and slew them. But when the king heard thereof, he was wroth and 
he sent forth his armies and destroyed those murderers and burned up their city. Then said to his servants, the wedding is ready, but they which were bidden were not worthy. Go ye therefore into the highways, and as many as ye shall find, bid them to the marriage. So those servants went out into the highways and gathered together all as much as they found, both bad and good. And the wedding was finished with guests. And when the king came in to see the guests, he saw there a man which had not on a wedding garment. And he said unto him, Friend, how camest thou in hither, not having a wedding garment? And he was speechless. You know, even the biggest of thieves, when a small girl questions you, they are speech, speechless. When you've done something wrong, you cannot talk. And he was speechless. Teaching. Then said the king unto the servants, bind him hand and foot and take him away and cast him into the outer darkness. There shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Can we read the 14 together? Verse number 14, one, go. For many are called, but few are chosen. Can we take it again? One, go. For many are called, but few are chosen. Hallelujah. So right there, we have the title of the book. Many are called, but few are chosen. Hallelujah. Why are few chosen? Why is it that many are called, but few ends are being chosen? You notice that in this story, there was no preference. There was no preference at all. Even those who were bidden originally that did not come were left. But those who came, Bible said that he said that for the second time, he sent another, the first people, the second, the third, and the fourth. He said the wedding is now ready. Go and bear the people that they should come. And he said they came in both good and bad. Did, did you see that uh, portion? They did not invite only good people. They did not invite only correct, educated people. They did not invite. He bid both good and bad. They saw bad people. He said, come to the wedding. Bad people, come to church. Come to Jesus. Good people, come. Educated people, come. Uneducated, come. Married people, come. Single people, come. All sort of people. He said, come. Come as you are. God is the only one who never give a criteria. Because in this world, if you, if you are going to give criteria, so many people will not qualify. Many of us will not qualify for beauty pageant. I'm preaching. <laughs> many guys will not qualify for uh, 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 Mr. South Africa. All your strength is like my one hand. You, you don't qualify. You know, man has a way of excluding people. Before the uh, independence, our independence as South Africa, there were so many places that you go without visa. But after the independence, 
You say you need visa before you come. Every they are always finding a way to exclude you. Man wants to make sure that you are the best person. That there's something to be gotten out of you before you be included. But not so with God. Hallelujah. God says, come as you are. But as you come, be ready to amend your ways. Be ready to change. Hallelujah. That is why we don't speak against any specific uh, uh, person. All sins are sins. Do, Do you understand? You may not have problem with lying, but your problem will be stealing. You are not better than the one who lies. You may not have problem with stealing and lying, but yours may be fornication. Do, do you understand? Maybe you love ladies, and another person loves uh, 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 guys. As a guy, he also likes guys. So we, you can't tell me that you are special. So because you like guys, we should no come as you are. But when you come, change. Change from lying, change from stealing, change from fornication, and change from whatever you are. Come as you are, but don't remain as you are. Can I hear your loudest amen? Yeah. That is what the Bible is showing us, that God bid both good and bad. So if you will not allow them to come, then we are not, I mean, as good as the Lord, the master. He said it's like a king who made a supper for his son. What we are doing is about his son, Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. God is organized a church. His son came. is having a, a dinner. He's having powerful self. Look at the songs we've been singing, dancing. Is it not a dinner we are in? Are we not being fed? Is it not nice? But he says, let everybody come as he is. Hallelujah. But what happened is when the king came, Bible said that he saw that there was this guy who was not having on a wedding garment. That was where the problem came. Being in the church for all this while and you have no change. That is where the problem is coming. Not not that we don't want you in the church, but how long you have been in the church. Because they invited them. They came in long before the king came. And the guy was still. Do you understand? You cannot be in the church for all this while and you are still smoking. You are, I mean, as you, are, you are singing in the choir. From here, you go to your boyfriend or you go to your girlfriend. That is why the, problem, the king will have a problem with you. When the king comes, he will have a problem with you. Bible said that when he came, he said, friend, how can you be here all this while? And still have your dirty garment on. Bible says, let your garment always be white. And let your hair lack no ointment. Hallelujah. Bible says, our breastplate is righteousness. Amen. Our belt is truth. Amen. So you need to change. Have some truth on. Change. There should be some righteousness about you. Hallelujah. You cannot wear these same garments. You cannot wear these same lies. You need to wear something. The gospel of truth is there. Hallelujah. So that was where the problem came. The problem is not that the person was bad. No. 
The problem was not that, I mean, they invited the wrong person. No, the, pe- the problem was that the person refused to change and dress up. That is why in our church, we don't allow instrumentalists to dress like they are scholars. No, 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 no. You cannot come and play the keyboard for somebody's wedding. You are wearing T-shirt. No, we, don't. we will dress you up. You need to wear a jacket. Amen. Yeah, you are an important person. Hallelujah. So, then he came and said that they should bind the person hand and foot. And he should be cast into the outer darkness. There will be, what? Weeping and gnashing of teeth. Then he says in the final thing that many are caught, but few are chosen. In other words, there are so many people who are refusing to dress up. There are so many people who are still wearing the, the same clothes that we invited them with. There are, there are people who are not interested in putting off the garments that they have. Bible talks about uh, the blind man that Jesus healed. Bible says so when he heard that Jesus was calling him, he cast off his old garments. When Jesus called you, you need to remove what you have. Hallelujah. Are you there? So the, the, then he said, many are called. We are all called. But how many will make it? Many are called. So many Christians are called. Hallelujah. And you notice that he was not talking now to the people outside. All these people were in the church. All these people were at the dinner. They were at the wedding. Hallelujah. They had been called. But they were not doing what was right for them to be chosen. I see you doing what is right. In the mighty name of Jesus. The last time you fornicated was the last time. I'm preaching to you. Yeah, you are going to zip up from today. The last time that somebody who had no pay lobola for you was misusing you was the last time. Can I hear a lot of amen? The last time that you operated as a scholar was the last time. In the name of Jesus. The interest in stealing is broken in the name of Jesus. The last time that you gossiped, the last time that, oh, is the last time. You are dressed, tell somebody, I'm dressing up. Tell another, I'm dressing up. I am called and I will be chosen. Tell that, that is why I'm dressing up. Tell that person, watch me carefully. I am dressing up for the wedding. I'm dressing up for the occasion. Tell that person, one of these days, I will be your choicest preacher. You will come and I will be the one preaching. You will come and I will be the one dishing. You will come and I will be the one serving. You will come and I will be the one dancing. You will come and I will be the one leading the praise and worship. Tell the person I am dressing up. I am called for this occasion. I am born for this. And I am dressing up. I am preaching a very good message. I don't know. I don't know why I can preach so good like this. I'm joking, but it's also true. Hallelujah. Oh, I'm dressing up. Tell somebody, look, the last time I told you a lie was the last time. 
Yes, you have known me for different things. But hey, I have not changed my dress. I'm dressing up. Yes, you know my old boyfriend. is no longer there. Yes, you know my old girlfriend. is no longer there. There are marks of cigarettes. There are marks of weeds. There are marks of drugs on me. But I'm dressing up. I'm dressing up. I'm dressing up. Look a little closer. You see that I'm not a girl that I used to be. Look a little closer. And you see that I'm not a boy that I used to be. Can't you see my language has changed? Can't you see I'm no longer swearing? Can't you see I have removed all the things that connected me to Can't you see I have dread decently this time? Can't you see that my breast is not showing? Can't you see that you cannot see my nipples? Can't you see? Just I'm look a little closer. I'm preaching. Mama, 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 Riando Santo Riandaraba. Hey, hey. Even as a pastor, I'm dressing up. As a lady pastor, dress up. As a shepherd, dress up. Centrally, they dress up. Hallelujah. Don't give a lie as a testimony for people to give glory to God. God doesn't need you to help him. You are essentially that you have not had a, a, a dream. And you are sharing a dream that you have not had. To make God look good. Or, no. God doesn't need this your help. Dress up my sister. Dress up my brother. The exaggeration is too much. You always color things. You color the things so my God. That is what is causing you to be bound forth and hand. That's why you can see that you are a Christian, but you are tight. What is happening is that you are bound spiritually. When God, the king came and saw, and he was not dressed up, he said, bound him foot and hand and cast him into outer darkness. That's why you are a Christian. You are in the church, but there's darkness. There's no joy in your life. You, you are still, the, 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 the king has come and has found that for four years, Five years, six years in the church, you have not dressed up. You still masturbate. And as the winter is coming, your heart is beating. Boom, 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 boom. Will I backslide? Lord, what is going to happen to me? Oh, but I'm telling you, you are dressing up from today. You are part of the code. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Because many are called. Tell somebody many are caught. Can, can you give me a little bit my I'm not I'm not somebody who are you there? Yes. Many are caught. Yeah. It's okay. Don't, don't, don't touch it. It's nice. No. <laughs> Hallelujah. Are you here? Many are caught. God did not call few. So I want to tell you five things that you should know about the calling. The first one is that many are called. Amen. L listen to me. Look at us over here in the church. If we are here in the church and uh, God says that many of us here are called, what does it mean? If we are here and many are called, it means that you are likely to be called. I don't know the number, but if many are called, Oh, many are called. It means that only 
very few people here are not called. So the likelihood that you are called is very high. Are you here? The likelihood that you are called is very high. Because you are, look, if many, maybe some 10 people are, are not called. But the rest is many. Many is many. Are you here? Yeah, many is many. And it's very important for you to understand that when all is said and done, the king will manifest. The king will come. And you must be among the many that he called. You have dressed up also to be chosen. Amen. You cannot just allow yourself. In other words, God is not expecting that like in this house. If, let's say, if 100 people are in the place, so many of these 100 uh, uh, people are called. How many people do you think that they are, they are called? Do you think that it will, many will be 10? Will many be 20? Will many be 30? Will many be 40? Will many be 50? If it is 50, you will say the half are called. So when you say many things, more, more people are called. Hallelujah. It is likely to be 90 or 95, only if you are not called. So in any given definition of a population, a higher percentage of the people are called. Are you here? Are you here? Yeah. But you know, the, that is why it is very important to go to a church that the pastor is born again. Yeah. The pastor must be born again and must read the Bible. Because in our day, it is likely to be in a church that they will not even let you know that you are caught. Because when they let you know that you are likely to be caught by God, most pastors are insecure. Most, I'm telling you, if you get to know how to pray, how will you depend on them? If you get to read your Bible and you know what the Bible says, how will you depend on them? We have rather made people dependent on us and they are not even talking to God for themselves. That's why we have things that we are selling. You buy this, you come for this, you come for everything depends on the pastor. But for God wants to know you like he knows everyone else. God wants a person. He created us for that purpose. Hallelujah. He created us to have a fellowship with us. Not that your pastor will have fellowship with God on your behalf. No. It is very important to know that God has called everyone. Many are. Tell somebody, I am part of the court. Hallelujah. You know, it is good. How can we even talk about life without prosperity? How will you do well? But you need to understand that, look, you cannot... You cannot keep on preaching about money. Come back to me. People, many people have been tricked or they have not been told the truth that they are not going to live forever. Many people still don't believe that a time will come that they will have to exit. They are planning for their marriage, their education, everything, but they are not planning for where they are going to go. Pastors have not allowed people to know that some time to come, 
we will not be here. It doesn't matter whether you had a PhD, whether you drove the nicest car, whether you had all the money. It, you have to leave it behind. Whether you like it or not. Do you know that even the house that your grandmother built, you wouldn't want to live there by now? By the time you have prospered and you are doing well, you notice that that is not where you want to stay. But now, many people, yeah, some people are staying here working so hard, doing all they can and building houses and building treasures and doing in places that their children will not even want to go there. You ask yourself, sometimes you want to stay in Cape Town. You are renting a room, small studio room for 15000 in, in, in Cape Town. Meanwhile, you have four or five bedroom house in Limpopo. You have, you have more than five rooms somewhere. But you are here. You cannot bring the building here. And you are not interested in going to live where the building is. What you don't know is that time will come. This parklands and sea point may be like the Limpopo that people wouldn't want to live here. And you have all your life was to buy a certain small portion accommodation because of that you did not serve God. Because of that you did not uh, clean up. Because of that you did not dress up. By the time you are aware, you notice that you are about to check out. Full 90 minutes is almost up. And you have not secured a winning goal. You have not made it right with God. But I came to tell you that God has called you. If you are here, God has called you. Because he said many are called. If I, I came here and the people here, let's say, can I have some books? I need some books. I need some books. I want to give some books. What books do you have? Okay. If I came and let's say the, the, the people here, uh, which one is this? You took it from here. Uh, this one is for display. I can't give that one up. <laughs> if you came, maybe let's say still using the hundred as all. I know your number is hundred, but the books only few will not get. Many will get. Maybe ninety-five will get. How many will want to be part of those who will get the book? The book is not hundred. I cannot have hundred books. I should change. Hello? Are you here? How many hundred people are here? The books is just 96. How many think that you want to be part of the 96 people who will get the book? How will you want to say that you are going to force and be part of the four who will not get? It must be very strange for you to be even part of the four who will not get. The books is not 100, we understand. But 90, many are going to get. How many think that you will get if 96 people? That is the many I'm talking about. That is the many I'm talking about. So the likelihood that you are called, oh, it's, it's not even, it's not even uh, half. The probability is not half. I want to make it almost 9.9. Uh, .9. Because you are part of the many. 
All the people that were called, it was only one that did not dress up. So all the rest of all, we did not hear anything about the rest. We don't know the number of people that were invited, the number, only one person. May you be part of the court. Amen. Hallelujah. We cannot keep preaching that make money. Look, God will bless you. Uh, Many people think, let me tell you this. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Do you know that it is not the scriptures concerning offering, like I share with you, that makes you prosperous? It is not the scripture about Titan that makes you prosperous. It is not the scripture about giving that makes you. Every scripture has prosperity in it. They are believing that Jesus is the son of God will make you prosperous. Believing that the world was created by God will make you prosperous. Every word of God. Every word. Every word. Hallelujah. So when you see people who have just heaped, they have selected only a few scriptures in the Bible talking about money and you think that when you study that scripture, no. What happened to the other portion of the, of the Bible? All things work together. All things. Believing that God the Father is the creator of everything. Believing that Jesus is the son of God. Believe it, all this thing has a way of making you prosperous. Hallelujah. I was doing uh, marriage counseling with some people, and I told them that marriage counseling is not about the few scriptures in the Bible that talks about the marriage. In fact, I will not even start, if you don't believe, if you are not a believer, you don't believe in the Bible. How can I select just few scriptures from the Bible? That talks about marriage. And say you will believe that one. What about the one that says you must be born again? What about the one that says you should should pray without ceasing? What about the one that says you should honor your father and your mother? It's not talking about marriage. But if you don't honor your father and your mother, even your father and your mother, you are not honoring them. Then somebody's daughter. So you need to understand Oh, I'm preaching to somebody. So what does it mean? Many accord means if you have the book. Do, how many copies of this book do you have? After, after here, let me know. Next week, come ready to get a copy of this book. Amen. You are part of the many. You get one. Many accord means large number of people are called. Somebody say, I'm part of the large number of people. Many accord means the masses are called. The masses. The word many means the masses are called. It means huge number of people are called. It means numerous people are called. It means countless. Many are called means countless people are called. Amen. It means a lot of people. If a lot of people are called and qualified, you are part of the lot of people. It means majority of the people. That's the meaning of many. And it means most of the people are called. Hallelujah. Are you here? So you need to understand that you are part of the many. In Ephesians chapter 4, verse number 11 and 12. 
the Bible talks about it. It says, and he gave some. He gave some what? Apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and teachers. So the teachers is not some. He gave some apostles. So some people will be apostles. Some people will be prophets. Some people will be evangelists. Some people will be pastors. But everybody is supposed to be a teacher. Because that is not some. The gift that God gave to man. He gave some people apostolic gifts, prophetic gifts, evangelistic gifts, pastoral gifts, but the teaching gifts. Everyone, you can explain the Bible to everyone, somebody. Amen. Amen. So God has called all of us. This is what will let you know that you are called. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Bishop says that pastors keep telling people just to make a better life. Much of the preaching is about ourselves, our lives, our marriage, our homes, our finances. This kind of preaching is what creates the large, selfish, and barren congregation that we have today. Everybody, every pastor is preaching about prosperity. And even the prosperity, there is no purpose. There are people who have prospered, but there's no purpose for the prosperity. When you look into the Bible, the prosperity has a purpose. God told Moses, he said, he will, I, I, you see, he said I, will, I will show you that I'm the one who gives you the power to get wealth. So when you come to the place and you have eaten and you have food, thou shalt remember that I am the one who gives thee the power to get wealth that I may establish my covenant which I swore with your fathers. So the reason why God blesses us is for his covenant to be established. That there will be uh, uh, evangelism, Christians, we will give towards the work of God. Hallelujah. But in our day, people just want to hold money. They just want to I mean, have and the purpose you don't know. You don't know. Tell somebody I'm called. Hallelujah. So the Bible says that he gave some apostles and prophets and evangelists and pastors and teachers. And the verse number 12, Bible says, to do what? For the perfecting, for the perfecting of the saint. The saint is the call, the ordinary person. For the perfecting of the saint, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. So, whatever God has given me, the gift that God has given me is to perfect the call. Hello? So, you, as part of those that God has called, God has also given pastors, evangelists, apostles, prophets, teachers. He's given us gift to perfect you. So, you need to understand that you have to allow yourself to be perfected. Amen. Yeah, so that very soon you will be able to stand in your own home, talk to your parents and your family members and lead them to Christ for them to go to heaven. Hallelujah. Because of you, may your family not go to hell. Because of you, may your friends not go to hell. Because of me, your loved ones not go to hell. May God use you to deliver so many people. May different people benefit from the call that God has placed over your life. In the name of Jesus. 
The second thing you want to uh, understand about a call of God is that there is a call to be fruitful. Everybody, you may not have been called to be an apostle or to be like Elijah. Do you understand? Your calling may not be so dynamic like Elijah. You may not have been called like uh, uh, Paul. You've not fallen on the way to Damascus. Do you understand? You have not seen, I mean, a dream or an angel coming to tell you, my son, my son, or my daughter, my daughter, today I have commissioned you. No, you may not, but everybody has a call to be fruitful. Hallelujah. Amen. And I see you being fruitful. In John chapter 15, verse number 16, the Bible says, For ye have not chosen me, but I have chosen you, and have ordained you, that you should go and bring forth fruit, that your fruit should remain, that whatsoever you shall ask the Father in my name, he may give it to you. So there is a call for everyone to be fruitful. Amen. And this is the scripture. You know, this scripture is telling us that everyone is expected. You may not be consecrated as a bishop, ordained as a reverend, appointed as a pastor, or chosen as a center director. But God himself has ordained you. God himself has chosen you. He has anointed you. Hallelujah. Look at there's always the man aspect that comes in. But the man aspect will come only later. Jesus lived. He was called by God. I mean, look at Jesus. Look at you. The reason why he did not go, but he went for the baptism. Even before he went to the baptism, everybody knows that he reasoned with the scribes and the Pharisees in the temple long before he went for the baptism. The, the man's portion is also necessary so that there will be order in the body of Christ. Hallelujah. That's why you will need a man to also do something. But mainly, even if man appoints you and God has not appointed you, you notice that it doesn't work. So the appointment and the chosen, that comes from God. That is the most important. And I want you to understand from the scripture. They say, you did not choose him. But he has chosen me and you and ordained us that we should go and bring forth fruit. Tell somebody I will be fruitful in the name of Jesus. And he said, when your fruits remain, whatever you ask, the Father it will be given unto you. The third thing you need to know about a call is that some people are called in a spectacular way. Some people are called in a spectacular, dramatic in a very strange way, in a miraculous way. Amen. Yes, many are called. Two, is that there is a calling for everyone to be fruitful. And number three, is that some people's call are dramatic. Some people's call are supernatural. The case of Paul, in Acts chapter 9, verse number 3 to 6, as Paul journeyed, Bible says that when he was about to get to Damascus, in a daytime like this, you are moving, the, the sun is on, and another light shine that was brighter than the sunlight. 
Not that we are in a room like this. He was in, on the way. And if you know the, this Asia, uh, Middle East, the sun is very so hot. And there was a brighter light that was shining brighter than the sun. That, that, that light shone on him and he fell to the ground. And he heard a voice and the voice said unto him, Paul, why thou persecutest thou me? Is it there? So, so, why thou persecutest thou me? And he said, who art thou, Lord? And the Lord said, I am Jesus, whom thou persecutest. It is hard for thee to kick against the pricks. So the church, you know, he thought that he was persecuting the Christians. He thought that he was talking against just a center director. He thought that he was just speaking against a lady pastor or a minister shepherd. But Jesus said that I am the one you are persecuting. I am the one. Then he said it is hard for you to kick against the pricks. It's like you want to. Have you seen a ball that is made of uh, maybe nails? They have put nails on it, so the, the ball is having like spokes all over nails, and you want to hate it. That's what Jesus was telling Paul. That what you are doing, you are you want to play a nail ball. It is difficult for you to kick against the priest. Then, verse number six. And he and he trembling and astonished said, "Lord, what would thou have me to do?" Tell somebody, what would the Lord have me to do? And the Lord said unto him, Arise, go into the city, and it shall be told thee what thou must do. Hallelujah. This morning, after service, come to your lady, Pastor. Come to me. The pastor, I feel very cold. I feel the cold. What would the Lord have me to do? Amen. There's so much in the house of God for us to do. Amen. So when Paul noticed that, look, he's doing the wrong thing. The first thing he asked, he said, what will you have me to do? That should be our, our. And you see that this one is a fantastic, spectacular, dramatic. You know, sometimes when you hear somebody's dream and this, you also want to stimulate the same dream. How many have noticed that you also want the same? Yeah. One day a man of God was preaching. And as he was preaching, somebody had put a cable by a recording machine, something to record. So he tripped on the cable, he fell, and he broke his arm. But he thought that the arm was broken, but not knowing it wasn't broken, the, the arm got separated. So when, after the preaching, the, there was a nurse in the church who was working with, uh, uh, in the orthopedic session. So she came to me and said, no, pastor, we need to go to hospital instantly. Therefore, it's very dangerous. So when she took he, the pastor to his uh, doctor, boss, the boss said that it would have been better that your hand was broken. What has happened is worse than having a broken arm. So we need to rush you to the theater now. And even if we do, the hand may not work again. So the pastor was taken to the theater, brought in. So he was on, on what? And as he was there, he noted that somebody was coming. 
And he looked down and then he saw the person wearing slippers and the feet were showing. So he thought that it was the nurse. The next thing he noticed was that the person has opened the curtain. Who did he see? Jesus. Jesus Christ walked into the office, took a chair. He said, I have come to talk to you about what happened yesterday. He sat by him and spoke to him for one and a half hours about what had happened. He said, you need to thank God that I allowed the enemy to do this to you. He said, if I had not gotten your attention, you wouldn't have lived beyond the age of 55. He said, you have been called as a prophet and a teacher. And you say that you are a teacher and a prophet. You don't like doing the prophetic things. You have even changed the order. They said, I, I did not call you to be a pastor. You be. He said, he has been preaching and teaching for 12 years. He said, for the 12 years, you have not been in my will. You are doing your own thing. If I had not arrested your attention on this bed, you are too busy for me to get you. Some of the diseases that you get is God trying to get your attention. Don't pray. Don't bind any demons. Some of them, God is trying to, you are so busy. When you wake up, you can't even have your quiet time. You do your quiet time under the shower as you are bathing. You'll be singing. I am the Lord that he led me. Mm, Lord. What was Pastor even saying? Shh. Ah. You are so busy. You are so busy to, for God to get your attention. Sometimes he wants to put you on a sick bed. Do you know that many people get born again at, in the hospital and in prison? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Prison and hospital are amazing ministries. When God doesn't get your attention, accident, car accident, that's summer. So sometimes God trying to arrest somebody that he needs. May you respond before something arrests your attention. Amen. How many can go a whole month and you have not read the Bible? Can see that you are busy. You are so busy to pray. You are so busy. But this man had a fantastic visitor. He said, he said his hair stood up. What? What are you doing here? He said, Jesus spoke to him. Another man was in his room, was uh, sleeping. Then he saw that as though his roof had moved and he saw the skies, the clouds moving. The next thing he noticed was that the Lord Jesus was coming and he came through. He did not knock, he did not do anything. Through the sea, there was, it, it's as though nothing was there. He came into his room. And he came. He did not speak. The man had been praying, waiting on God and asking for certain things. He came. He laid his hand on him five times. He said, with each laying of hands, it was like when he was about, the power was so mighty that when he was about to explode, just at the time that he was about to blast, then he would lift his hand. It will go down. Then he will lay his hand again. He said, the power will say that when I'm about to explode, then he will lift his hand. He said, he did that for five times. Then after that, he said, 
Bob will explain it to you. Then Bob will explain it to you. There was a, a prophet in the, uh, America. He was called Bob. Bob Jones. So in the morning, he was there. He had no call. He did not call anybody. He was there when this prophet came. He said, the Lord has come to explain what happened to you last night. He laid his hand on you five times. So how did you know? He said, when the Lord moved from you, he came to me to tell me. Hey! Dramatic! And he explained each one of it. The first one, what it meant. The second. You know, when you, when you hear someone, sometimes you want to stimulate it. Oh Lord, are you coming tonight? Tonight, the Lord is coming. You see that you are lying down, opening your eyes, say, Oh Lord, tonight is the night. Ah. How many have prayed that and you feel that today, dear Jesus, will have to appear? I tell you. But you know, you may not have been caught in that dramatic, spectacular way. That's why you, you, you can be encouraged with the. With, with somebody like our own uh, father, he had no, he would tell you, I have not seen Jesus. I have not had this dramatic, spectacular calling. But I am, I am as called as anyone. People who have seen Jesus have one churches. He has not seen Jesus. He has 4,000 churches. So whether you see Jesus or not, that's not the point. What you do with the call, the obedience. Hallelujah. So your calling may not be spectacular. But it's a call anyway. Hallelujah. Know that you are called to be fruitful. Know that you are among the many that are called. Yeah, and I need you also to understand if yours is spectacular. Thank God. If it's not spectacular, it is okay, okay. Number four. Some people are called in an ordinary way. Uh, Do you know that only, you know, when you do a bell curve, there is the first five percent, if you take hundred, first five percent to the left, and the next five percent is from the ninety-five to hundred. The math people, is that not what bell curve? Huh? So the ninety is the average between. Do you understand? So most of the majority are in the ninety. In extreme cases, the left. Only some few people are extremely ugly or extremely beautiful. All the rest are average. is average. I'm preaching. I'm preaching. Don't force to be easy whether I want to be extraordinary. You can be to the extraordinary left. That is very ugly. And you can also be to the extremely right. That is very beautiful. But the rest is 90%. The rest of us who are 90 is ordinary. Yeah. Normal, common girl. You know, people who want to marry... This, uh, what do you call, rocky star girls, trophy girls, uh, they have a lot of problems. So. You want a uh, Miss uh, Universe to get married to, it's not usual. You, this, yeah, you need a common, you know, it's so expensive to marry such people. You need ordinary town girl. Tell somebody, I'm becoming wiser. <laughs> You need ordinary. There are people that when you see them, you may think that they are no human beings. But we are all human. 90%. So, 
majority of us read the Bible. How many people had this fantastic? Most of the people was the ordinary. Even Peter, James, John, all of them, Jesus said, come after me. Even they were not given. Read the Bible. Even Peter, he had only one vision. And the vision, he had it when he was hungry and they were, they were preparing food. And the vision was also about food. So it, there are things that you may think that everybody is seeing a vision. No, 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 no. No, ma, no, ma. Read the scripture. Believe you understand it. That is it. That is a normal call. Hallelujah. Are you here? In First Kings chapter 19, verse number 11 to 12. Oh. I'm trying. Are you there? And he said, go forth and stand upon the mount before the Lord. And behold, the Lord passed by. And a, large, and a great and strong wind rent the mountains and break in, in pieces the rocks before the Lord. But the Lord was not in the wind. Can you believe it? The call of uh, uh, Elijah. I mean, the Lord was passing. He said, go and stand there. And there was a great and strong wind that, I mean, broke mountains and rent rocks and all that. But the Lord was not in it. Are you there? But the Lord was not in the wind. And after the wind, an earthquake. But the Lord was not in the earthquake. And after the earthquake, fire. But the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire, a still small voice. Hallelujah. Tell somebody a still small voice. How many sometimes you, you, you have not, but it's, it, most people say, it's okay to me. How many know that, that uh, it's okay to me that I felt like it, it was like I should do this. That is the, something was urging me to do this. How many have been there if you felt that you should do this? Yeah. That is the still small voice. It's not a tender. It is not a wind. It is not fire. It is not an earthquake. But a still small voice. You don't even know whether what you heard, you have heard it. Or you feel like doing it. That is the call. That is the call. But the still small voice. That is the one that the Lord was using. Amen. So don't expect an earthquake. Don't expect a, a whirlwind. And don't expect a fire. Just expect your feeling and your leading. And that's the small voice. Hallelujah. The last but not the least is some people are called through their desires. Some people are called through their desire. In First Timothy chapter 3 verse number 1, Bible says, this is a true saying. If a man Desired the office of a bishop, he desired a good work. Amen. What many people don't know is that desire is the most spiritual thing that you can we can talk about. Desire. Desire is very spiritual. I mean, look at all the young ladies. The misbehavior, the dressing, and you, you always want to pray. You also want to help people. You see, it is not normal. It is not normal. 
that you don't want to do. You even when you see people doing bad things, you want to cry. It is it's a call. The desire in you to keep yourself, to help somebody, to it's the call of God. Hallelujah. And without desire, so many things will not happen. So you really need to watch your desire. When the devil wants to destroy you, he gives you a bad desire. Yeah, 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 yeah. Watch what you are, what is in your heart. In fact, in Mark chapter 11, verse number 24, he said, look at Mark chapter 11, verse 24, there is Jesus speaking. He said, whatsoever you desire, whatsoever you desire, when you pray, believe that you receive it and it will be given to you. So your desires are very important. Do you know that all the problems that we have in the human race started with a desire? There's two scriptures I want to show you. Don't forget. Genesis chapter 3, verse 6 and verse 16. Hello? Can you keep it somewhere? Genesis chapter 3, verse 6 and verse 16. Chapter 3, verse You will see what desire can do. Verse 6, Bible says, And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, and that it was pleasant to the eye. And a tree to be. To be. Alright. To make one wise. She took of the fruit thereof. And did it. And gave also unto the husband with her. And he did it. So without the desire to be wise. We will still not be dying. The desire. You see, so when the devil wants to destroy your life, he can give you a desire to be close to a bad boy or a bad girl. Yeah, that desire. The desire to wear micro mini skates will surely lead you to be raped. I'm telling you, there are desires. The desire to... Some desires. You want to fit into a certain group in school. That desire will uh, destroy your life. The desire to own the, 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 the longest uh, weave on. The desire to wear the longest pencil hill. The desire to have the longest nail. It's like, yeah, my nails, but I want to be the one who has the longest. A certain desire. Many people who don't marry don't have desire. Yeah. Desire is a spiritual thing. I'm telling you. So, look at the desire where it took us. And look at verse number 16. When God wanted to also curse, he just gave the woman a desire. Yeah. Verse 16. And unto the woman, he said, I will greatly mortify thy soul and thy conception. In sorrow thou shalt bring forth children, and thy desire shall be to thy husband. And he shall rule over thee. He says, you know, so he wants to multiply. He says, I will greatly multiply thy soul in conception. And the, but all this, how am I going to do it? All this, how am I going to say, I'm going to give you a desire for, for, for marriage. And through it, or in other words, <laughs> look, so most of the things that you are going through and you are suffering, if you can sit back and watch, you notice that it came through a certain desire. A certain desire has brought you a lot of problems. 
Hallelujah. But now, we are talking about, about a desire to love God. A desire to pray. A desire to see somebody going to heaven. A desire to see somebody becoming better. That desire is also spiritual. Amen. I mean, a young girl like you, you are more beautiful than some of the girls who are misbehaving in your, on your block. But you, you don't even have such. You just want to help people. That desire is God. That is the call. Hallelujah. That's what the Bible says. If anyone desires an office of a bishop, he desires a good work. In other words, desires don't just come. It's a spiritual thing. Amen. Yeah. When you read, I believe, Psalm 21. Psalm 21, verse number 4 or 10. It talks about desire. Okay. There's a, a desire thing there. And you can go to... Um, Psalm 37 also talks about it. It said, delight yourself in the Lord and he shall give you the desires of your heart. Amen. Amen. So what you desire, what comes to you is either from God or it's from the enemy. So you need always to be sure. If you want to know what is happening, check the things that you desire. Who do you want to be friends with? Who, what, what is it that is causing you to do the things that you are doing? And you know. God is calling us. Know this fact about the calling. What are the five things we've learned about the, uh, the, the call? The five facts about the call. Number one. Many are, called. are you among the many? Are you likely to be part of the many? Then you are called. Number two. There is a call to be fruitful. Even with smokers. When you don't smoke. They will just they people they want more people to be smoking. So when you go, they won't let you buy. They, they will. They, but when you get hook on it, nobody gives you because they want to. They want to be fruitful. They want to increase the number of smokers. So when you are fresh, they will all be giving you. But when now you know how to smoke without it, they say find your roots. So even bad people want to be fruitful. How much more Christians we need to be fruitful. There is a call for us to be fruitful. Amen. Number three. Some people are called in a spectacular way. Are you called in a spectacular way? We thank God for it. Number four. Some people are called in an ordinary way. How many are called in an ordinary way? How many are average between you are part of Yeah. It works. 4,000 branches of churches, over 100 and something bishops, as for cathedrals, every country is having almost uh, uh, seven cathedrals like this in the office. And the person has not yet seen a Jesus. It's not just following the desire. I just want to help people. I just want to teach. What are you doing with your desire? The ordinary. It will amount to something in the name of Jesus. And what is the last one? Some people are called to desires. I pray. I pray that God will purify our desires. That every desire that is not of him, it drops this afternoon in the name of Jesus. May the desires of your hearts be implemented by God. May we see, oh yes, the desires that we have. The good, godly desires. The desires to preach. 
They desire to teach. They desire to help people. They desire to see many more come into the kingdom. May God, oh yes, establish these desires. Oh, delight yourself in the Lord and he shall hmm? he shall grant you, he shall give you, he shall do the desires of your heart. May the desires of your heart be done. In fact, I should say the good and godly desires because some of you are designing somebody's husband. You are designing somebody's beloved. One day a lady said, Pastor, this year something will happen. She has been praying for somebody's beloved to leave her so that she will be the one. So she was making the sign of the cross. That this year, by the grace of God, something will happen. Nothing will happen, I tell you. That desire will never be implemented. Why should somebody lose the husband for you to be the one? No. A man, a man like you, just get your own. I pray that our godly and God-given desires, the purified desires will be answered and be implemented in Jesus' name. Amen. We hope you've been blessed by the word of God. Please worship with us every Sunday at 10 a.m. at LCI Megachurch, Lewisham Way, 79 Parklands Main Road, Cape Town, South Africa.